Welcome to Let's Review RN. My name is Bryn O'Donnell, and I'm a certified adult and geriatric nurse practitioner. I work as a cardiology APN and function as a visiting professor and clinical instructor for a BSN program. This is an independent production by myself, and I am not representing any educational institution. My goal is to deliver a condensed but robust review on topics primarily discussed in Adult Health 1 and 2 and some pieces of pharmacology of a bachelor degree nursing program. Over the years, I've learned that students have an immense amount of confusion and questions when they leave didactic, which makes applying what they are learning nearly impossible to the clinical setting. I want to break down the basics so that you can continue to build upon your knowledge and put the pieces together. Welcome everybody to today's episode of Let's Review RN. Today we will touch base on the basics of interpreting and understanding an EKG, specifically the cardiac cycle and what the PQRST waves mean on an EKG. But first, let's take a second to review the basics of the electrical pathway. The SA node stands for the sinoatrial node, and this is referred to as the pacemaker of the heart. It is responsible for atrial contraction and keeps the heart beating at 60 to 100 beats per minute. From here, the electrical current that is initiated by the SA node branches off to the Bachmann bundle located in the left atrium, as well as down the internodal pathways to the atrioventricular node, also referred to as the AV node. The AV node sends its electrical communication to the bundle of His, which branches off into the right and left bundle branches. Lastly, the Purkinje fibers are stimulated to induce right and left ventricular contractions. I touch more on the basics of the electrical pathway and the conduction system in a previous podcast, so I encourage you to check that out. The P wave on the EKG reflects atrial contraction or atrial depolarization. So the SA node causes depolarization of the atriums, which result in contraction of the left and the right atriums together. This is reflected on the EKG as the P wave. The P wave can have many characteristics that reflect what is going on with the patient. And I'll get into more of what EKG changes mean in another podcast. Ventricular depolarization or contraction is reflected on the EKG as the QRS complex. A pathological Q wave, which is visualized as a downward deflection before a positive R wave, is a sign of a previous myocardial infarction. The pathological Q wave is a result of absence of electrical activity, and a myocardial infarction can be thought of as a scar leading to electrical hole or absence. So pathological Q waves are not seen as an early sign of myocardial infarction because they generally take hours to days to appear. The T wave represents ventricular repolarization or relaxation. And a U wave is visualized sometimes, and it's thought that the U wave is caused by repolarization or relaxation of the Purkinje fibers. It's not exactly known. But there is thoughts that visible U waves can represent many different diagnoses, such as hypokalemia, left or right ventricular hypertrophy, hyperthyroidism, and even mitral valve prolapse, to name a few. Now let's quickly review the intervals that you can look at on the EKG. The PR interval is measured from the start of the P wave to the start of the QRS complex. This measurement should be between 0.12 to 0.20 milliseconds. 
The QRS complex is measured from the first upward or downward deflection of the QRS and ends at the S wave coming back to the axis in normal situations. The normal measurement of the QRS is 0.8 to 0.11 milliseconds. ST segment is important for diagnosing myocardial infarction. It looks at the S and the T wave and if there is elevation or depression away from the X axis. So these are the basics of interpreting the EKG. And next time, I will go through some variations that we can see with an EKG and what that means in terms of what is going on with the patient or what we should be looking for within labs, um, different variations. And I want you guys to really understand the basics of the conduction system first in order to build upon that and really understand what changes in the body can reflect and how they reflect on the EKG. So thank you all for being here today. Again, you can always find me at Let's Review RN on Instagram and I will be back with more EKG and conduction system learning next time. This podcast is for general information review purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine or nursing. The use of this information or any materials provided by Let's Review RN are at the user's own risk. This content is not intended to be a substitute for educational teachings through students' educational institutes or organizations.